in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And we welcome you back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And I was expecting huge amount of applause after I introduced that podcast and I got nothing. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for the huge applause. Thank you for what in my head was a standing ovation. Well, you don't know. <laughs> See, I mean, we're in a windowless studio <laughs> right I, I think it's funny we went from a it's a classroom to a it's a studio it's a studio well you know that's that's the evolution of the podcast uh, yeah in our minds in our minds <laughs> we bring in the microphones we set up the computer we set up everything yeah. and off to the races we go voila voila <laughs> <laughs> it's a studio it now. is a studio well listen we're we're on all the major all of the major podcasts. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. If, if if we're not on it, then it's not major. It's not major. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there are so many uh, different podcast outlets that people can listen to. Yeah. And one of those is Spotify. Yeah. Which is probably the second highest one that listens to our podcast. Apple is number one. Okay. Apple Podcasts are number one. Spotify is right there at number two. Well, thank you for our Spotify listeners. To our Spotify listeners, we do appreciate that. And we got a response from DRN. Okay. Now, I don't know who DRN is. No. I don't know anything about DRN. They're a listener. But I do... (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. I do know they listen <laughs> because they responded. There you go. So uh, so we're going to talk about DRNs, um, their Mount Rushmore verses. And the first one we're going to talk about is Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. I, I love Hebrews. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I, I think it's a great, great letter. Not sure who wrote it. No. You know, a lot of ones say Paul, but, you know, Paul has some kind of tell and his at first he always says it's, hey, it's Paul. me, Paul. So <laughs> That's the he first didn't tale. do that in Hebrews, yeah. So <laughs> not sure who wrote it, but really did a wonderful job bridging the Old Testament and the New Testament together, and uh, just 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 marvelous. It is really really good. Now on on DRN's response, I don't have any reasons. Okay, why that it's on their Mount Rushmore. So what I thought we would do is at the end of the podcast of, yeah. her, of DRN's. We would give her uh, give them the reason. Oh, we're going to say okay. The reason it's on there there yeah. is A B C or whatever. Okay, all okay? right. So be thinking about as we talk about this and go through uh, Hebrews eleven uh, verses one through three. Do you okay. have that in front of you there? You know I do. It's it's right here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, NIV faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see through their faith. The people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command and that we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Oh, so good. You know, I I like that this person went beyond one. They Mm -hmm. they took in two and three as well. And so we'll, we'll talk about that. But I, you know, a lot of times we talk about 
it's the de- definition of faith. That's exactly what I've got written on my paper. Yeah. Verse one is the most famous definition of faith, the confidence yeah. in what we hope for and the assurance about what we don't see. Yeah. You know, the first question I, I have on my paper is, you know, what, what are we hoping for? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, I would think that we're hoping that uh, our trust in Jesus is going to uh, see us through uh, the difficult times and see us in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, you know, obviously the end game is heaven. Sure. You know, we, we want to believe all these things to be true that, that after we die, there's, there's something else and Mm -hmm. that all these promises of eternity are true. And that, that's our hope. And I think a bonus is that, like you say, in life, uh, there's, there's a lot of, you know, help and assistance Mm -hmm. and direction and, you know, that, that really makes our life more abundant. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and the the definition of, of faith here is the confidence. Yeah, I, I want to hone in on that word because the confidence that we have in this hope, th- this is not a false confidence that we have. This is this is real. Yeah, and whether people believe it or not, uh, that's their decision. Mm-hmm. But the the confidence that I have that the that Jesus lived on this earth was seen by eyewitnesses that went to that cross that was resurrected and was seen after he was resurrected. Uh, I, my confidence is in, in all that. Yeah. You know, the, the, the other question is, okay, so there's not evidence. There's, there's no proof. Mm-hmm. Everything that we, we believe is, is based on this statement of faith. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for everyone across the board, there comes a point where you have to just accept Christianity by faith. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who are, you know, rational thinkers, then and they want it, they wanted all the facts. You know, there's some, or you can say, well, we'll give you the facts on this and this, but there's going to come a point where you say, I just got to believe it by faith. Right. You know, when I think of faith, I think of it being as the substance. Hmm. And, and what is that substance? Well, that's Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the substance for our faith. So that's the only evidence. And and even that, we don't have any tangible evidence of Jesus. We have the the story, the record, the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus, but we don't have Jesus. No, we don't have that. We have an empty tomb. Yeah. Uh, but we don't exactly know where that is because you've no. been to. I have. There's two places where they say he oh, was. It? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, and that's disputed. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a traditional, non-traditional site, but both are empty. <laughs> they're, they're both empty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> but, you know, even Jesus talked about this. He he talked about how people wanted signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. He he talked about how some of those people following him, they just wanted another another meal, a free meal, or they just wanted another healing. Right. And and he said, you know, you had the prophets. You didn't believe the prophets. Why are you going to believe me? Oh yeah. Uh, I remember a story that in uh, World War One they were flying over Turkey, and and they they have photographic evidence. Uh, they could see Noah's Ark. Oh yeah. And uh, and so there was talk about them going, getting the ark, and bringing it to whatever World's Fair was going to take place. You know, after the war. And and then it. There was a great big, you know, freeze, and it they lost it, mm-hmm. and you know, and so their thinking was if they could bring it to the World's Fair, obviously everyone would believe that the Bible is is historically accurate and Jesus is true, and everyone would believe. 
You know, and I think God reburied it, covered it up, because if you can't believe the story of Jesus, is having the actual ark going is to make gonna, a difference? Yeah, is that going to convince you that there is a God? Yeah, there's not. That's not necessarily going to happen. No, I mean, so so what? What do you need? Do you need the actual cross? Do you need you know what? What do you need? Mm-hmm. It, it comes down to faith. Do you think um, our faith? I don't think our faith is a blind faith. Do you? No, I don't. No, I, a blind faith would be be the wrong thing. That's that's just like closing your eyes and throwing a dart. That's blind faith. Yeah. Okay. Because this is a confidence of certainty. I know it's to be true. And I have nothing tangible to tell you why, mm-hmm. but I believe it with all my heart. I believe it every bit with all your heart. It's the evidence of things not seen, as not the seen. verse says. Yep. So I, I think that's a, a great. And I, I just wanted to mention that it's not a blind faith. No. We have absolutely great reasons mm-hmm. to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the God. Yeah. Well, and that's what the writer of Hebrews does in, in verse 2, and that's why I'm glad they incorporated 2 and 3, because mm-hmm. what 2 is, this writer setting up for the rest of the chapter, chapter 11, is the, it's the great you know, heroes of the faith. Heroes of faith, right. So he's saying all these people had the same kind of faith that he's talking about in verse 1. Mm-hmm. Okay, every one of them. And, you know, it, it goes from uh, Abel to... Through Moses, Enoch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mentions everybody. It's everybody. Oh, yeah. it's it's an amazing chapter. Well, and even at the at the end, those last few verses talk about unnamed people. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who have been martyred, uh, and so he's saying, you know, because of their faith, you know, it it bears the the record of their good reputation or their good testimony. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Um, we have these real reasons for faith. We don't have the complete picture. But, you know, we don't always have to have the complete picture to believe something is true. No. You know, I, I've heard that people have seen millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. No. But I believe that if somebody says, I saw a million dollars on the table, well, okay. Yeah. I've never seen that. No. So we've got reasonable reasons for our faith. We even, do. And, and so I wanted to bring that up. I learned a Greek word. Okay. Let's hear it. Hypostasis. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's commonly used uh, as a word of confidence, mm. and and so I want to share my Greek word knowledge with you. I love the confidence. Yeah, of what you speak Greek. <laughs> well, you know, I'm very, very good at Greek. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I know uh, nothing about it. There you go. <laughs> okay. The author, I think, is also showing that we don't. Uh, have to know everything to have confidence. We just have to trust that God knows everything. That is that is what our faith is. That's exactly right. So, uh, so we've got uh, verse three. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. Yeah, I love verse three, and 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 boy, it's it's such a great transition between three and four because four is where it starts. Who these heroes of the faith are. Mm-hmm. And so what this writer of the book of Hebrews is saying is it, it starts in Genesis 1-1. From the very beginning. You know, in the beginning was God, and God spoke. Mm-hmm. And, and so what he's talking about, you know, theologians call it ex nihilo, which, which is, is out of nothing. And, and the Hebrew word that is used there for create is bara. It's B-A-R-A, bara. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and and only God can bara. 
you know, we can manufacture, mm-hmm. uh, we can we can design, we can do all kinds of, but we cannot create. Oh yeah, you know, and and even in the lab, you know, scientists want to say, well, we created, you know, this or that. Well, but but what they did is they used stuff that already was mm-hmm. to make something that that is okay. God reached into nothing <laughs> and pulled his hand back and had something right. You know, and it's not an illusional magician's trick. That's not what God did. God mm-hmm. literally spoke into the nothingness and commanded something to come forth. Yeah, and that's what is is talking about in verse three. Mm-hmm. Is that this? This is the God that we have faith in, who can take the nothing and make it something. Oh, that that's a great illustration. My goodness, uh, because that. That verse 3, it really stuck out with me because uh, it says, by faith we understand mm-hmm. that the universe was formed. He spoke it into being, yeah, which is incredible to me. You know what's even more incredible, Robert? It hasn't stopped expanding. No. Because God never said stop. No, he never did, did he? No. <laughs> I never thought of that. No. And, you know, and some of it may be, you know, we just get better cameras and we've sent things further out. But mm-hmm. even as they look at the pictures that come back, the, the the universe, the galaxies, everything, it's still forming. It's still forming. He yeah. just spoke it all into being. Yep. Uh, that That is, <laughs> that's amazing. That's uh, our God right there. That is our God right there. Uh, and the last part of verse 3 that I, I wanted to mention, too, is so that what is seen mm-hmm. was not made out of what was visible. Yeah. it's It goes back to that definition of faith again. Right. Uh, it goes back to, you know, we don't, we have not actually put our eyes on Jesus. Right. But we have faith and confidence and trust into the eyewitness accounts that, the, the apostle saw and and it just went went all the way down from there. Yeah, you know, I you know Thomas, we we give him all kinds of grief, but there's a Thomas in all of us. I won't believe until I can put my hand. And so we we want that show me. You mm-hmm. know, we're all like people in Missouri. The show me, state, the show me state. You know? <laughs> uh, but you know, it really just comes down to faith. And and you say, well, where's my evidence? And it's like, I can't give you evidence. You just got to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that, and so for some people, that's almost impossible, would you say? Yeah. You know, but um, for all of us who are professing Christians, mm-hmm. we we had to say to that, okay, I'm I'm just going to believe it. Yeah. I think uh, I think even non-believers have faith. They do. Uh, they have faith that their car is going to start. They do. Um, you know, they they have faith that if they turn on a, a light switch, the light's going to come on. Yeah, and, and and those are good points. You know, because both those people, some may understand how the car works when you turn the key. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just turn the key. Right. They may not understand how electricity gets to their house. They just flip the switch. Yeah. And so our our demand for evidence proof. I want to know. Really, that that's not true. That is not. I don't true. know why it has to come down to things of of religion, mm-hmm. where I've got to know, otherwise I'm not going to believe. Because there's a lot of things we do in daily life, we don't have a clue how it works, but we have faith and confidence that it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. So I I think this is a great verse. So if we were going to give a reason why DRN put this on their Mount Rushmore, 
Uh, I wrote down, faith is a bedrock of of our foundational. Yeah. I, I would say that for them, as for all of us, uh, their decision to becoming Christian was a step of faith. A step of faith. Yeah. All right. So that's got Hebrews uh, chapter 11, and we really do appreciate you listening to today's podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we hope that you'll join us on our next podcast as we continue to explore this Mount Rushmore series that we know and love. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, maybe, no. I don't know if we love <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. It sounds great. Well, we'll do that anyway. Hey, listen, thanks for listening, and God bless. We just want to thank everyone for listening to today's podcast. We really do appreciate it. And Peter, we have a special announcement that we would like to make. That's right, Robert. We want to invite everyone to come to New Song Praise Fest in Columbia, Tennessee on May the 4th. This is an all-day Christian music festival, and we would love for you to come and enjoy the day. Oh, that's right. And Praise Fest has five acts coming this year, including Rhett Walker. And closing the night out will be the former lead singer of Third Day, Mac Powell. What sounds good. Well, consider this your personal invitation to be with us at New Song Praise Fest on Saturday, May the 4th. And for tickets and all other information that you may need, visit newsongpraisefest.com.